welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Pistira, Kit! And Flick. Last week, the party defeated the strange alien creatures that ambushed them in the swamps. Battered, bruised, and more than a little confused, they continued on toward their third and final key. Along the way, something, well, super mundane happened. Kit got sick... Flick was able to heal her quickly, but all three realized that the heat and the humidity and, most importantly, the bugs here in the swamp were going to continue to be a bit of a health hazard. How will our adventurers deal with this? Perhaps their greatest challenge of all... Okay, not really. (laughs) (laughs) Will they create the Last Refuge's first insect repellent, or will they spend the rest of the campaign with the sniffles? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hey. Hi. Oh, so Kit, how you feeling? Exhausted. Good answer. And like slightly less, less particularly a like level a one of exhaustion. <laughs> I feel like all of my ability checks are going to have disadvantage. That kind of tired, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kit, we don't like I that. I feel like no. you should have taken this time um, between episodes and to um, during a rest to work on your bug repellent. You know what? Well, we haven't had a rest yet because we just woke up and discovered she was Theok. Yeah. Because I have to take another rest, right? Yeah. Before I'm not exhausted. Yeah. So Flick has cured you, so it won't get worse and you don't have to keep making saves, but it'll be until after your next long rest before those effects go away. Okay. So, well, I was thinking... My first thought was like, do we have any weird like netting or anything that we can use as like, you know, (laughs) you know, there's like... Uh, shall we, like the beekeeper sort of like hat type situations but shall we unravel some rope and and turn yeah. it into a mesh like do some crochet oh, now that is a clever and exciting new use for rope bizdira right? I, like I know <laughs> unravel the rope speaking of which drink drink yeah rope. drink yes um well that's i suppose one option i would really love to see you all in beekeeper outfits made of uh unraveled <laughs> unraveled rope, rope. <laughs> yep um, might take a little while. I feel while. like it's going to take a very long time. Uh-huh. Uh, do Who we has think proficiency we can in crafting? Say again. Who has proficiency in crafting? I know. Oh, I wish. As a cleric, I think you're I the closest not. thing. Uh, I, I was about to say, I think you but... are. <laughs> 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 I think, in fact, the uh, the monk is the most dexterous of us all. Mm. Um, Speaking of, I have my knitting underneath my table right now. So. Really good. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's perfect. I, I wish uh, everyone had seen you pull out that knitting just now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That was a sight to behold. Speaking of, I'm going to go ahead and start knitting right now. Yeah, go for it. Beekeepers, so if you all hear uh, knitting needles in the background, now you know what they are. Um, Okay, but what are we actually doing, if anything? Well, that's uh, what I was about to say. My next next thought was, could we simply rub mud all over our skin as sort of like a repellent situation? I like that idea. Ooh, dirty. Dirty, (laughs) dirty, sort of to like, to like, and then let it dry sort of a little bit and like, let it be like a crusty exoskeleton of bug shielding. Yeah. Yeah, And my next thought is we may have to keep reapplying simply because that will happen and maybe it'll like fall, like crust and fall off. You know what I mean? Disgusting. I can't believe I just said that. We're going to be so sexy. (laughs) 
wait <gasps> for you guys to get back to Bria and just be encased in, in these like, mud yeah, armors. It's like, it's like the kid from A Christmas Story, but like in I mud. Mean, yeah. <laughs> just like walking around. Layers upon layers yes. of mud and uh, insects stuck in full... the mud. Yeah, that sounds great. Let's yeah, do it. Like a full oh my coating. god, yes, and you just keep layering it on. So like it's like excavating like the strata. The more of rock. we talk about oh, this, man. the less excited oh. I am about it. Yeah. Kid at first was like really on board and now she's not. <laughs> Too bad, oh Kate. You're the one that's sick. You uh, have to do it more than we do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, what do we think? Mud. <laughs> Mud. I mean, I guess Anybody it's else worth have trying. Any other ideas? I think that might be this week's title. What do we think? Mud? Mud? <laughs> yeah, I think... Mud. Why yes, not? Mud. It's a natural repellent, right? Sure. Great. Great. All right. So you all... <laughs> Well, and I'm thinking my other thought process is like there's an endless supply of it. We're not going to run That's out of true. it. You know what I mean? We're in a swamp. That is, that is very true. <laughs> I don't know. So Swampy. Flick will actually suggest this and then actually start putting it on his skin. He'll like reach down, just scoop a, a great heaping mound of mud Spork. in his hand and uh, he'll just start rubbing noise. it on his... Actually, he'll start with his face because his he's not actually that exposed. It's just his face. Delicious. Mm, deli- mm-hmm. Delicious. So gross. gross. Okay. So there <laughs> Flick goes. Ladies. Yeah. Biz will do it. Of course she you will. I'm feeling very Kids. tired, so like the act of rolling in the mud <laughs> is like for- a lot. So yes, oh I'm going to ask my friends to help me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Vizdir is just going to grab a bunch of mud and just throw it into Kit's face. Yes. Oh my god, like we start mud, mud fight. Mud fight. Mud fight. <laughs> Maybe that's the title. We have so many titles already. So uh, many. Really good. Okay, so you all are encased in drippy, glorpy, somewhat like rotting plant matter smelling mud. I'm into it. It's like a spa treatment. (laughs) It is a spa treatment. Our skin is going to look so glowy afterwards, and it's not even going to be from our radiant consumption. You never get out from under the mud. (laughs) If my skin didn't shine before, it's going to now. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And you know, the brown and the red, they go, they complement each other. Oh, my God. (laughs) Is Perfect. anyone getting okay. like deep tissue massagers later, or like oh, just me? Yes, Hot yeah, I'll do it. Little, For you sure. make a little pile of stones and flick cast burning hands on it to heat them up. Oh, yes. yeah, that's really nice. Now we're Nothing talking day spa. We've got our own band. Degrees, We've got though. our own day spa. Oh, oh man, fuck this is the it. quest. Just make a spa. Oh my gosh, we're amazing. We're just gonna open up a <laughs> shop right here. Fuck the other uh, shimmer scale, and you know, Bria, we love you and everything. Fuck the other but shimmer scale. <laughs> come see us. We got a spot for you in our hydrotherapy. In Yuanti territory. Right. Oh my god. Level four monk, level six hey, masseuse. Yuantis need some love too. Everyone needs some relaxation. <laughs> I bet that the Yuanti are super like tense. They probably mean they the are. massage oh right more god. than they're anyone so, else. God, they are for so sure. rude. They're like trying to get in people's minds and stuff like that. I hate it. <laughs> Listen, the Yuanti are kind of like snaky, right? Yeah. yeah. That's that's nothing but muscle. They yeah, need they a need right. to chill. They need right? to chill, right? There's so much to work on. So much. Wow. Oh well. I feel. I'm feeling a real clash of reality and fiction right now. Yep, yep. I'm really yep. enjoying it. Yep. Uh, I also okay. look forward to uh, your all's uh, rude awakening uh, when you come back to full uh, in-game reality. All right. Well, once you're done uh, getting your mud masks put on, uh, you can continue on traveling. Uh, where are you headed? How are you getting there? What's the plan? Mrs. You know what? That's Toad's a really good question. I'm going to look up 
uh, on my little shimmer scale where the other uh, key shimmer is. scale maps. Yeah, I'm like, um, <laughs> Google Maps, a.k.a. shimmer scale maps. <laughs> Donde esta the other key? All right, so you use the uh, the the once per day ability of the shimmer scale to get sort of a lock on it. You sort of get your bearings. You want to continue heading to the southeast from where you guys are. Uh, there does seem to be today a little bit like the the third key is moving ever so slightly. You guys are so far away that like in terms of your bearing, it's not really changing the direction you have to walk in at all. So clearly it's moving like not more than probably like 50 feet in any direction. But whereas it's been stationary on previous days, today it does seem to be to be moving a little bit. I will relay. Okay, um, it seems to be moving slightly. Do we think this is a cause to maybe move a little bit faster or maybe find a way to move a little bit faster? Sure. I mean, it's not moving away from us or not moving like quickly away from us. No, it's at this point, like it's, I mean, it's moving so little that it, it it's a little bit negligible, but, like, it does seem to move... Like, if you think of it as sort of going side to side as opposed to towards mm. or away from you. Oh, sort of I see. Okay. Mm. Gotcha. Mm. Uh, I still wouldn't mind picking up the pace a little bit just because uh, sick kit and, yeah, you know, we should... Yeah. That's a solid... Yeah. Get out of the nasty, bitey, sickening... Well, it seems like it's going to get worse, things. so we might as well travel... Well, we don't want to get overheated as well because it's getting hot. I think, ugh, should I take my chainmail off? I think How I'm going to. I'm take- well. I mean, it'll take a couple minutes for me to get off. It just my AC will drop. The question is, yes. how long does it take it to put it back on, just in case we run into any baddies? I mean, that's a risk I would have to run. Which my AC if- would turn into. Correct me, um, DM. It would turn to. Is it fourteen? Do you have a shield? Yes. So then it would be. Th- 13, 13. It would be that's... 10 plus dex plus 2. Gotcha. So my AC would turn to 13 um, because of my shield. Gotcha. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's pretty low, but... I... <laughs> I don't know. I do feel like we just... Yeah, I feel like For we just now, ran we can into keep some going. pretty scary dudes. Um, so... I feel scared about that. I'm gonna... I th- Yeah, I think Flick will suggest to Kit maybe we do a Toad's Wild Ride again. Right. So that and we're I, all moving at like a consistent <laughs> speed. Yeah. And I can move next to you we without do that. too much of an issue. Totally. Briefly, for the record flick, it takes you a minute to get out of your armor and five minutes to get into it. Thank yeah, you. I'll so make a note of that. Mm-hmm. I would I would recommend we keep all of our armor <laughs> Keep all of our armor on as long as possible. <laughs> keep the protection going since it takes so freaking long to get a back on if it took a minute i mean even still a minute yeah. is still that's 10, 10 rounds, rounds of combat that's a, that's a lot <laughs> yeah and i'm correct me well, if i'm wrong clearly but flick I... just needs to take a level in monk you need to train him as a monk so that he okay. can add his wisdom bonus instead of having to <laughs> we already yeah, have a monk <laughs> <laughs> um okay so um shall we proceed yes so uh, all right DM, quick question, just yes. for the sake of knowing, but if Flick had taken his armor off, would it be an action to be putting it on every single time, every turn? If he wanted to, like, try and don it during combat, yes, it would take 50 rounds. Oh, and wow. while we're on okay. this subject, would I still get a bonus action? Uh, depends on what it is. I could sort of believe that certain things, I guess, you might be able to do. Like prayer of healing, for example. Or, sorry, uh, healing, healing words. Healing word. is just a verbal, a verbal component. I would buy that you could cast healing word while you were donning your armor. Sure. Because yeah. it's not going to interrupt your hands that in was any just, way. Yeah, that was just a question for my own mind. That's okay. Yeah. Cool. Interesting. All right, off we go. Oh, Are we getting Miss Toad go. back? I missed that part. Yeah, I'll do that. All right. Miss Miss Giant Toad. Miss Toad. Fantastic. Okay. 
So, off you go. Uh, we've got Miss Toad for, is it two hours or four hours at a time? Two hours at a time, so four hours Two hours, hours at a time, total. twice a day. Right. Okay, great. Uh, so that'll get you guys moving pretty pretty nicely at a quick, quicker clip than normal. Um, it is hot and humid, and you guys are smelly and have mud on. It does seem to be keeping the bugs away, not... A hundred percent, but certainly uh, much better than it was without the mud. You ha- you take once Kit sort of uh, wild shapes into Miss Toad. You all, it takes you a while to recover. Now Miss Toad's significantly larger and unarmored, <laughs> <laughs> exposed skin, uh, but you do so, uh, and you have to stop a little along the way to reapply sometimes. But with the ad- ad- increased speed of Miss Toad, you all make a, a pretty good clip for the day. Um, let's go ahead and and. Th- Flick, you're riding Miss Toad, right? And Bizarre, you're going correct, along? yes. Okay. Yeah. Great. So let's go ahead and have perception checks from everyone, please. And yeah. I'm going to use one of my new die. Do it. Let's see how okay. they roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't test them before. Yeah. Kit, how about you? Um, I'm assuming we're not taking passive. No, I will take your passive. Oh, okay. 18. Fantastic. Uh, Flick? That is a 20 adjusted. Nice. And Bizdira. We're off to a great start. That's a 13. Oh, oh okay. Great. Well, it's one over my passive. Worse. Yeah, that's right. It's more than your passive. You rolled more than a 10. Uh, okay. So as you continue on into these swamps, all the time sort of orienting yourself in the direction that Flick indicated, which sometimes doesn't make for the easiest of traveling because you're trying your best to stay in a straight line and sometimes... The straight line is not the easiest path forward, the path of least resistance, but you do okay. As you continue in, you can see occasionally you all glimpse, those were good enough passi- uh, good enough perceptions, that you all occasionally glimpse various animals and creatures sort of watching your passage, but between the real big toad and just sort of the amount of noise and the confidence with which you guys are walking, uh, nothing really interrupts you for for this one day. Um, As day begins to turn to evening, the sun begins to go down. uh, The swamp begins to darken more quickly than the open areas did because of the canopy of trees and other plants. I love how the picture that I have of this swamp is literally just from Lord of the Rings. Like, whenever you say about the canopy, I'm like, but there are no trees. (laughs) That's what what my brain says. It's like, no, no, there's no trees here. There are no trees here. You don't follow the lights. So as it begins to to get much darker here in the swamp, all three of you notice little lights. And obviously they're very noticeable. (laughs) Yeah. Obviously they're very noticeable because it has gotten so dark so quickly down here. Uh, Of course, you all have dark vision, so that doesn't, it's not like it's hindering or anything. But you all do notice that there are just ahead of you all and to the left a little ways off the quote unquote path that you guys are on, you see a little quartet of lights, sort of little balls of light hovering in the trees. They're straight ahead of us or they're above us? They're ahead of you and a little bit to the left, but they're at about eye level to Bizdira and Miss Toad. You're a little, they're a little bit below your eye level, I guess, Flick, since you're on top of the toad. <laughs> um, Just love okay. the imagery of Flick on top of a toad. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's kind of cute, right? <laughs> I so just love cute. It. I have. I feel concerned about those lights. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like we should be concerned because it's kind of the first mm-hmm. sight or sign of semi, you know, humanoid intelligent life. Maybe who's to say? <laughs> Civilization. Uh, for one, um, we do not know if it's 
any bit intelligent. I don't know at all. No. Or if it's any sort of life. <laughs> also true. Wow. Why don't you all roll? I'll buy either Arcana or Nature. Neither of which are good for me. <laughs> Sorry. So let's start with Bizdira. Since I hers have is a such, negative so one. Uh-huh. But I got a 17. Nice. Very nice. Kit? Uh, that's, that's a 10. And I did roll oh, a disadvantage. Right. Okay, great. And uh, Flick. Good, thank you. Oh, that means, sorry, that also means that your passive is, um, until the exhaustion is gone, is actually 13. Oh, okay. Because it's minus five when you have disadvantage, but that's okay. You still saw everything that you saw. I had rolled a 14, so it would have been a 17. There you go. (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry, what was yours, Flick? It was a four. A four. Okay, you have no idea what they are. They just make you super uneasy. Kit, something sort of niggles at the back of your mind. They're familiar to you in some way, but you're not sure. Bizdira, you can explain to us why you know this, because I have no idea why you know this, but you know <laughs> that these are uh, will-o'-wisps, that they are... Oh. We've seen these before in a... Have you? Have, well, we haven't seen the well, actual things. We've seen a statue of them somewhere? We saw a statue of one in the ice castle? In Elsa's castle. Oh, I forgot about that. Yes, wow. good memory. Well I done. I would not remember that at all. <laughs> well, apparently, though, Bizdira did remember that. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Apparently. Me <laughs> so as a person. So you remember, Bizdira, that they are uh, tiny little undead creatures uh, that will often try to entice and trick people and things into following them often to their doom. Don't follow the lights. Great. I'm okay. just going to keep saying that. Uh, now, I'll, I'll uh, jar their memories of the ice castle, even though I did not re- actually remember. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what are you all doing? Just continuing on, or? Well... We should continue on straight and just, mm-hmm. you know, try and avoid them, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So you sort of cautiously continue on forward, keeping an eye on them. They stay to your left. They sort of follow you for a little ways, sort of keeping pace with you just to your left for a little ways. And you can hear a little sort of tingling. It almost sounds like uh, tinkling, not tingling. Tinkling, like, it's almost like laughter or bells, but something is sort of off about it. There's a sort of susurrusy whisper about it, too. Uh, and so they they sort of pace you for about 15, 20 minutes. And then at some point, they just sort of stop and you all are able to continue you on and eventually you lose sight of them behind you and they don't they don't press on great okay fantastic fantastic they're probably gonna go tell somebody that we're here (laughs) can they even speak um that is a good question that i think you probably would know since you guys have seen them a couple times before so um they know the languages that they knew in life and they have a certain ability to communicate yes Okay. Wonderful. Cool. So you all continue on for the day. And are you anything special about stopping for the night? Are you pressing on through the night? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, poor kids. So like, <laughs> yeah, we, I think we need to stop. Okay, great. So you all stop. Uh, you can set up the watch rotation, which I assume is the same as it usually is, uh, which I believe is Flick, then Bizdeer, then Kit. And so, everyone here at the end of the day, as you bed down for the night, go ahead and make me constitution saves, but with advantage, as the mud mask didn't keep the bugs off you completely, but it certainly helped. You, yes, Kit? Yeah, does that mean I roll normally? (laughs) No, you roll with advantage, because the first level of exhaustion only affects ability checks, not saving throws. Got it. Yeah. Uh, Bizdira, let's start with you. 20 adjusted. Nice. You are fine, Flick. 14. 14, totally fine. And Kit? Uh, 19. 
19. All right, so fine. You can take a rest. Uh, and after your long rest kit, your exhaustion is gone. Your hit point maximum returns to normal. And you feel much better the next day. The night passes fairly uneventfully, which is great news. And the next day comes around. And I assume that you all will once again uh, check the direction of the scale. I just want to know if it's Flick or Kit that's doing it. You want to try, Kit? Sure. That Ooh, sounds fun. First time with this ability. Okay, cool. So you sit down and you sort of reach your mind into the fire shield and you feel those two little kernels of awareness. One of them is real close to you and is very obviously the shimmer scale. The other one is a little further off. So you use the spell. You get a bearing on it and you realize that it's you made some good progress during the last day, all things considered. You probably could get at least pretty close to where this one is probably by about midday. Hmm. That's it's, cool. Yeah, you've made you've made good progress. I mean, this is day three in the swamp, and you guys have been pushing pretty quickly with the wild shape and with everything else. So, uh, yeah, you could probably make it to, to the location of this thing at about midday. Great. Can I ask a logistical question? Always. When are we reaching level five? Because <laughs> <laughs> that extra that is attack such a good logistical really question. Handy know, right? coming shortly. Extra attack and increased proficiency bonus. Don't play level five oh. is baller. Yeah. Uh, which is why, not yet. Um, there was a chance that that things might have played out differently if you guys had followed the Will-O-Wisps and possibly maybe... Uh, leveled eventually it would have taken several episodes to get through that little side adventure that would have happened uh but yeah so maybe but not yet well that's a bummer go back for the (laughs) will-o'-wisp i mean look but it's it's sort of six of one if it's six one half dozen the other though right because like you would have followed it but it would have taken a long like it would have then added that much more time to getting to this third key so you know it's right so let's worry about the key and then find the will-o'-wisps on the way back Oh, I mean, six. To get to six, you know, it's not that big an encounter. We'll get five for sure. Got it. (laughs) All right. So, uh, continuing on applying mud. Yes. Yes. Gross. Uh, Kit, are we mistoting again? So, I'm going to ask my companions what they think because my gut instinct is that if we are going to reach these folks by midday ish, it probably makes sense to save my wild shapes just in case we end up needing to battle or needing to send somebody into the camp or whatever we're gonna find sure i'm fine yeah. with that i think sure. you're definitely and our best bet if you need if we need like eyes and ears in somewhere you know yeah yeah and and midday which would have been one of your use of wild shapes so it'll it'll probably only add to not have it will probably only add about an hour or so to your travel estimated travel time so it's not it's fine in terms of in terms of increased time because of the decreased speed. Okay, right. great. So, trudging on foot, Kit feeling renewed and unsick. Uh, also, for the record, Kit, this is a really good week for you because tomorrow you can get drunk again. Um, no! A great, <laughs> a great week for you. Wait, the dis- the different reactions to that were hilarious. <laughs> Bizdira and, and Flick were both like, yeah, and Kit was like, oh, no. <laughs> Perfect. Getting drunk anyway, is fun. I right. mean, yeah. only after your twenty-first birthday, kids. That's right. Yes, drink GSA. responsibly. Exactly. Drink responsibly. And don't drink and drive. Right. That's right. Any other PSAs? Don't drink in wild shape, kit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. The, the, the toad just comes out a little lopsided. 
Oh, like, man. Actoed with a direwolf head. Oh, man. I want it. I couldn't decide. I know, right? That's hilarious. That sounds kind of All awesome. Right. And she does, does sound kind her, of awesome. Her mm-hmm. radiant stuff and grows wings oh, and God. flies into a tree. Oh, God, Ooh. it's horrible. Ooh. All right, anyway. moving on. So you all continue on. <laughs> Bugs continue to bother, but it's uh, much better with the mud, just like it was the day before. As you continue on, you begin to sort of get a sense that you're just you're noticing less sort of wildlife in terms of fauna, in terms of creatures. You're just hearing sort of you know, you've become a little bit more used to the sounds of the swamp, the bigger creatures that sort of keep their distance from you. But you, you've heard been hearing them moving. Things just get a little quieter. There's still the buzz of insects and the occasional bird call, but things are just a little quieter as you progress on. And you can all hear from somewhere off to your... I have to orient the map in my brain because you're traveling south. So somewhere off to your left, a little ways away, you hear what almost sounds like the distant sounds of the ocean, uh, which you all have heard in one way or another, though I think most of you are from were from inland in your hometown. You were familiar with at least the sound of waves on the lake shore or the river or whatever. Uh, so you can hear... Uh, that, but much louder, off a little ways to your left, though it's difficult to see through the through the trees and the, the muck of the swamp. And a little past midday, with the, the heat sort of at its most unbearable, uh, the humidity just really gross. Poor Flick is having to sort of constantly reapply as he sweats the mud down into the crevices of his oh. armor. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's not, it's not cute. Um... <laughs> But you arrive uh, sort of at a little, a small little hill, and you can just barely see through the trees that a little ways down uh, ahead of you, the trees sort of thin out, and you can see what looks like a stone wall. And beyond the wall, you can just make out what look like the ruins and badly, badly deteriorated ruins of a city. And in those ruins, you can just barely see motion, though it's hard to tell what is moving, where they're moving, but there is some sort of life within this walled, ruined city. This is very exciting. Um, Interesting. I think Flick will head up to the wall. I think he will, like, I think he'll just head up there and try and observe. It's definitely a ways away. You guys are probably a good, oh, maybe mile or so from the wall, but the hill sort of crests the top of the hill is free of trees. You can see further than you've been able to in a while. So that's fine. I just want you to know it's not like it's 100 feet away. It's like it's still a good mile away. Yeah, definitely. I think he will press on a little bit more exuberantly because he hasn't seen anything (laughs) for a while. And all of a sudden, this is like the first sign of anything. Sure. Ladies? Sure. Uh, Yeah, but I want to be a little bit more cautious and paying attention to our surroundings. Okay, great. Um, let's do this then. Moving forward, flick in the lead, uh, ready for some civilization or something like it. Uh, the other two of you a little more wary. Let me have perception checks from everyone. And Kit, you can make yours with advantage. Let's let's start with Kit. Uh, 20 adjusted. Okay. And flick. That's a six. <laughs> well, you're just so ready to get there. Yep. Uh, Bizdira. 13. 13, this, okay. This dice is literally either rolling 11 or 18 for me without fail. Okay, well, that's that could be so much worse. It <laughs> could be. It could be our friend's Christmas present dice that tries yes. to kill us or roll us natural 20s constantly. Yeah. Uh, all right, so Kit, you as you get closer, you're really... Key, the, the rest of the city 
sort of fades, drops from view behind the wall as you guys sort of descend the other side of the hill. Uh, but you keep an eye sort of on the wall itself, and, and you notice a couple of things. One is that you notice that the wall is looks like it's probably as old as the ruins that you saw. And whereas from a distance, the wall looked pretty solid and well-kept, as you get a little closer, you realize that it's been patched over and over and over in lots of different places, and pr- not terribly skilled patching has been done here. Uh, you can sort of see areas of the wall that collapsed and clearly just sort of like people tossed some rocks in the hole <laughs> until it sort of patched it up. The other thing, though, that you notice is you get to within about a half mile of the wall is you can see movement on top of the wall and you take a closer look and it's and you can see pairs of two patrols mm-hmm. sort of going across the wall and watching. And as you look, you can see that these look uh, some of them look almost human. It's sort of hard to tell from this distance, but they, they look, you know, humanoid, definitely uh, the height and size and shape of humans. And they, so usually one of those is in the guard lookout pair, and the other one is one of those, is a Yuan-Ti like one of the ones that you guys saw at the temple all the way back when. So the first one that you catch sight of is a basically bipedal humanoid figure, but uh, that looks human until you get to about the collarbone and from there up it's a snake head mm-hmm. is the first one that you catch sight of great um are we out in the open or are we still under some trees you're still under some trees you've sort of been catching glimpses where you could between the trees and between openings okay so i'm gonna try to i want to stop my companions and point these folks out to them so that we don't go great. walking right up to them <laughs> <laughs> which we are apt to do so yeah, yes yeah, <laughs> very much so. Yeah, so yeah, I'll point out the dudes and say, "Nah, we need a plan, Gooseberry." Yeah, goose- Gooseberry. <laughs> gooseberry. I forgot about Gooseberry. Ah, <laughs> uh, remember those times we were fighting orcs? Yeah, with simpler times. times. Yeah, um, right. simpler times. Okie dokie. It's funny how we haven't even thought about the fact that we have to get this key from them. Yeah. <laughs> And we're like, we gotta go get it. We have no clue how that's gonna happen. No, nope. have no um, clue how many of them or there like are. what it even is. Like, yeah. we don't know what right. it looks like. I mean, I feel like we can take a gander, take a guess, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, probably a goose, a guess, a gander. Uh, exactly. Uh, and we do have but can- to locate objects, so yeah. we can, you know, at some point uh, well, we can triangulate. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> the right, question sure. really becomes: um, Do we need to make somebody eviscerate themselves again? Oh, I really God. hope not. That no, was so I, sad. I, I really hope not. I oh, mean, that was it. I don't think Flick does. I don't think Flick feels great about that. Yeah, but neither like, does Kit. I, I mean. Am I the only one that enjoyed that? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I thought like it was... Bria might have. A plot yeah. point was uh, great, yeah. but <laughs> Flick himself was, like, not too hot about it. Exactly. <laughs> we need to get the shimmer scale and get back to Bria so we can talk about evisceration again. Wait, yeah, no. Bizdeer is just feeling very, sort of, left out. She's the oddball. She always is. It's true. Because she wants to kill things, and people don't want to. <laughs> so whatever. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> I wish right. we had so, talked. I plan. wish we had talked to like Hawks or someone more. Excuse me about like the history of the UNT. If she knew anything about mm-hmm. them, because I mean, now, there were a I couple mean, times where I know you all asked, and it, you know, there it, there isn't a ton. The Kobolds were pretty were pretty insular. First of all, second of all, they're terrible at keeping records of their own history, let alone the history yeah, of that's another true. race. Mm-hmm. Um, and third of all, you know, this is this is pretty far off. They. 
they might have had a little bit of information from like the old legends of when the kobolds were chased over to the last refuge by the kobolds and the or- uh, by the orcs and the yuan rather but in terms of like modern information about the yuan there there wasn't much to be had there so don't feel too bad okay i don't <laughs> um <laughs> so do 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 what are we gonna do yeah, that's <laughs> that is a very good question. It's a great um, question. I'm assuming we don't want to get ourselves captured or be in a battle right now. Right. <laughs> um, Preferably not. So I guess that we. So either I can go in as like a spider or something and do some exploring, or we can continue to walk along the wall and see if there's anywhere that's not guarded, or we could wait to see when the guard changes and if there's any way that we can sneak in later. Right. Right. I think those Um, are the options right now. I'm all about, Uh, especially since we don't have our cartographer with us, (laughs) I'm all about trying to, like, uh you know, um, scan the area mm-hmm. and see, like, especially the wall, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Should that be our first step? We like take a, you know, like we approach the wall. Well, not approach it fully because they'll very clearly, the guard will see us, yeah. but maybe like right. keep going to our right and see how far we can mm-hmm. scan. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I Great. think that's the plan as of now. Okay. Great. So you all begin sort of tracking to the right and as you go around, uh, you know, keeping to the trees, keeping about this distance, the you can see in a couple of places the, the trees sort of open up a little bit more. And you can see that sev- for a couple of hundred feet around the wall, sort of from the wall out towards, towards you guys, uh, the trees do sort of stop. You can see stumps where it looks like they were cut down. Uh, from any of them that started to grow were cut down. So there is sort of an open space where there isn't a ton of cover between the edge of the swamp woods and the walls of the city themselves. Uh, But as you continue to sort of go around after a little while, you do see what looks like, to call it a path, would probably be generous, but the closest thing to a path you've seen in a while that appears to sort of run perpendicular to the way you all are walking and run up towards and in the direction of the the wall. And as you look, there does look to be a sort of gate in the wall. And it's pretty sturdy looking. And you can see very clearly that it is guarded by several Yuan-Ti there. That is, yeah, that's what you notice uh, at first blush, first glance. Fun. Great. <laughs> I love Yuan-Ti gates. <laughs> um, so, how many are there? Gates or UNT? The UNT. How many <laughs> gates are there? Like, how many options do we have? It looks like at this gate, uh, there are four. Uh, go ahead and make me a perception or insight check flick. Whichever is better for you is fine. Uh, that's a 12. For insight? Insight. Cool. So one of them you can sort of tell seems, just by sort of the way he's dressed, uh, you can tell sort of seems to be the leader of these four guards you on T. Um, he is wearing this uh, armor that wouldn't be particularly notable, except that it seems to be emitting smoke or steam or something ever so slightly as he wears it. His cloak is emitting smoke? No, I'm sorry. His armor is emitting smoke. A smoke That's... cloak. <laughs> um, Weird. However, mentioning his cloak, that's one of the other reasons you noticed him 
and were able to sort of pick him out as the leader. And his cloak does seem to be sort of doing something. Now, you're still a ways away, so there's a chance that maybe there's a wind by the entrance that you don't feel. But his cloak seems to be sort of billowing dramatically in the absence of strong winds. Interesting. This is weird. And he, is he staying still or is he patrolling with the others? So these four are all sort of standing still at the gates. Uh, two of them seem to be facing inward and two of them facing outward from the walls. Um, the, the sort of captain of them is one of the ones facing outward. And they're on top of the wall, correct? No, they, these are down on, on ground. Down on, the, on the ground. Well, there's no way we're going up to that gate. Lol. <laughs> um, there, would I have, I wouldn't have any idea what that cloak is, would I? Um, make an arcana check. <laughs> That's a 14. Uh, I mean, you've seen enchantments similar to that before from a long time ago. Just little, like, simple, like, usually um, uh, transmutation glamours uh, or, or illusion glamours that do that sort of thing. But they're usually, I mean, they're pretty minor enchantments usually that, that both the, the steaming or the smoking and the billowing. Oh, so do we think it's, oh, maybe to make him look more powerful? Okay. Yeah. Um, that's that it. Yeah. I guess. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, can we keep going maybe to the right? Should we just keep going where we're, we've been going? Sure. Sure. Why not? Uh, Bizdira, why don't you roll me percentile real quick? <laughs> 54. 54. Okay. So you all sort of watch this. Flick relays his his information about the two bits of clothing that the UNT guard captain is wearing. And you all are about to start going when all four of them sort of snap to attention. The two that the two guards that are facing outward turn to face into the city. And you can see something coming towards the gates, though the angle that you're at, it's sort of hard to catch sight of what it actually is, but the way that they're moving, very clearly something is moving towards them. You guys catch sight of the guard captain reach down to his uh, sort of belt and and pull out what was concealed by the cloak a moment ago, uh, and it looks like a small little wand. And stepping into the gate area is an orc, clearly a uh, clearly some sort of leader, just in the fact that it's a female, uh, which you all have been have learned to identify quite readily. And the let me have perception checks actually from everybody real quick. Let's start with Kit this time. Passive. Yeah. Eighteen. Okay, Bizdira. Passive. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Twelve. Okay, and Flick. 14. Okay. Um, so you you see the captain sort of point the wand at the uh, orc who sort of stands there for a moment, stands still. Uh, the captain's back is to you, so you can't really see what he's doing. But he sort of, once he points it at her, he sort of stares at her for a moment. You see him sort of go up and down with his head as though he's giving her a once over. And then he curtly nods and the four guards stand to the sides and the orc continues out of the gates. And you can tell this orc is so ready to be out of there. She doesn't, it's not like she like bolts or anything, but she is clearly exasperated with this whole thing. She sort of storms out and very quickly takes to the path out of the city, which does happen to be running in Ural's direction. Is it just her? It's just her. Do we want to try to... I My first instinct is to stop her. We can try to charm her. I have it prepared today. So how about we try to charm Look her, and you. if that doesn't work, then we... Run away. Beat her up. <laughs> Run away! Sorry. Continue. You have to stay and fight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the age-old fight. 
Oh, I can't <laughs> believe we're dealing with orcs again, but yes, I, I want to do that. I want to charm <laughs> yeah. her. Oh, what do you mean? It's been days since you had to deal with an orc. Also, that It's been one... weeks <laughs> on my end. <laughs> that little one thing is for sure like a Harry Potter, like Gringotts dealio, right? Yeah, sounds like it. Okay. I'm ready. All right. So she's coming towards you guys. Uh, let me, uh, do you, uh, so explain to me how you're going to approach her. Or are you going to let her approach you? Or what's the plan here? Uh, all you have to do is touch her, right? I don't think you have to no, touch her. No, I just her, have to be able to see her. Oh, you just have to see her. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. And I think that, I think it's probably 30 feet, I assume. Yeah, 30 yes, feet. Yes, 30 feet. Hmm. I mean. I think we should wait and hide. Okay. Yeah, I we think We can't that's have right. her, does she have weapons on her? Uh, she does seem to have uh, a, a sort of an axe, a, like a battle axe at her side, yeah. Yeah, we shouldn't is... risk having to like fight her at all. I think we should wait until she's 30 feet and then okay. you do your thing. So, so go ahead and give me stealth checks. And since you're hiding and not trying to move quietly I, and you've got a little bit of time, Flick, I won't make you roll with disadvantage because of your armor for this particular stealth check. Tanks. Kit. Thirteen. Great, Bizdira. My new dice is starting to dislike Uh-oh. me. That's an eleven. An eleven. Okay, and uh, Flick. A ten. A ten. Okay, Ooh. now I actually have to do the check. Then hold on. <laughs> All right. So as she comes out, now she's she's again. You're close enough that she's still sort of clearly a, irritated about whatever happened. She's trying to get out of there, and oh nope, she has no idea you're there. So she's going to probably pass within about 10 or 15 feet of you guys as you've positioned yourselves. Great. Go, Kit. All right. And and pass pass she does. Charm person. (laughs) All right. Wisdom save. An 11. That does not save. Nice. Right. So you can feel the you can feel the spell take hold, and presumably you step out from the uh, from the shadow of the trees here. Yeah. And yeah, 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 yeah. Nice Start thing. asking her stuff. Hello, dear friend. <laughs> and she says, "Oh goodness! Oh no, wait, they're German." Oh. Goodness me, I had no idea you were there, friend. It is good to see you. It's good uh, to see you as well. You? Oh, you know, we've, we're old friends. We've met in the forest. Yes, of course. You know, we travel the forest and run into oh, each other. Of course, I'm so sorry, dear friend. I've forgotten your name. Oh, <laughs> I, I have to admit, I've forgotten your name as well. I just recognized oh. you coming this way and thought I would say hello. <laughs> she says, oh, that is okay, dear friend. My name is, what is my name? My name is, uh, Niga. Oh, it's wonderful yeah. to meet you. <laughs> I mean, oh, I mean, see to... you again. I have to say, this she... traveling has, has me really just exhausted. <laughs> She, her sort of, her face sort of darkens and she says, well, at least you have been traveling and have not had to deal with the blasted yuan tea. Oh. Oof, I could tell you things about them that you wouldn't believe. You've been dealing with the yuan tea? Why, why on earth would you do such a thing? Oh, it is a good question, but I was, I was ordered to by the, by, by, by my, by, by the clan leader. There's a lot of stuttering. <laughs> I was not ready for this conversation. Oh, an order directly from your clan leader. How, how mysterious and, and. Yes, well, she seems to think it is time that the two rightful owners of this island unite to crush the little one. 
Cobalds. Oh, you're you're referring to the Cobalds, I assume. And she sort of spits to the side and says, hardly verse even speaking their names. I I understand. Um, well, it's very odd. You would go, you went to the Yuan-Ti direct with this order, and they wouldn't, they wouldn't take what happened. Uh, she says, oh, you know, getting in to see that blasted, oh, what do they call him, that, that mage ascendant, so pretentious, is Yuan-Ti. Getting him to see him was more difficult than I anticipated. And uh, did you get to see him? What happened? I was a lot... I was allowed into the keep after wandering the city for day for days on end, but uh, he was he was in a mood that is literally what they call it within this blasted city. He was in a mood. He was in a mood. What? Yes. What does that even mean? I, I it, this f- snakes, darling. You know how they are. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! It's the most absurd thing. There's a statue of him in the middle of the city because obviously one must be able to look upon his face at all times. Ugh. And he has one of his little minions come down and do something to the statue every day. And so the statue is either smiling or frowning. And if it's frowning, he's in a mood and will not see anyone. It's absolutely absurd. Oh, so you were waiting until he was no longer in a mood to see him? Yes, but they wouldn't let me stay any longer. It was it's like, it's, but I'm here to talk to him. I will wait. I'm waiting patiently. And then they tell me I have to leave. Ugh. Interesting. Well, mm, I think Flick will also appear now. She hello. Uh, she looks at Flick and immediately goes for her axe. No, 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 and no, no, says, no, no, Stay no. behind me, friend. No, 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 no. He's he's a friend of mine. I met him while I was traveling. I pr- I promise you, he means you no harm. He is a he is a mm. dear, sweet soul, despite his appearance at this particular moment. Oh, I'm sure that we look <laughs> yes. horrendous. I'm sure. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I look disgusting. Truly, oh I haven't had God. a bath in days, and I... I apologize for my stench. Yes. And as you say that, you both sort of clock to the fact that, like, she smells terrible just as an orc in general, <laughs> and she looks a little confused by this exchange. <laughs> okay, breezing right past. Um, <laughs> sh- uh, oh my God, she I even says, forgot what- my question. Damn. That's okay, because she's going to say, well, well welcome, friend of... Oh, goodness, I've st- I still can't remember your name, dearest. Oh, it's... Oh, her <laughs> name? <laughs> okay. Oh, that's this easy. This makes her friendly towards you, but not an idiot, so quickly. Yes. Oh, her name's uh, Jan. <laughs> Didn't you remember? Of course, Jan. I, it's such uh, a Jan. silly name. What was my mother thinking? <laughs> I I know, <laughs> and my name is uh, Phil. <laughs> well, Jan and Phil, why don't we get off of this path? We can share a meal for the evening, and I can tell you more stories about the terrible you on tea. Oh. And you can also tell me what you're doing here. <laughs> Will do, yeah. Absolutely. And so as you all sort of move off the path and begin, because it is late in the day and uh, the sun is going down, so it's probably good to get a little ways away from the walls, set a camp. And apparently, uh, spend the evening having some fun times with your new orc friend. That is where we're going to leave it for this wait. week. So, Woo! wait, hold on. And am, am, am I going to just hide the whole time I was going to come out? I mean, you can, you can come out when they set camp. <laughs> okay. We'll start with that next week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out 
what their new orc bestie has to tell them about the Yuan-Ti and their city. If you enjoyed your listening experience, it would be lit if you could leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you download your podcast from. <laughs> the more five-star ratings and reviews we get, the better our placement on those sites, and the better our placement, the more people we get to listen. We have a new review to read for this week. Guys, I'm real excited about this one. This one is from Henry May. Henry May says... Henry May. Henry May. Henry May, Henry May leave says, a review. <laughs> hi. He's, Henry May says, hi. Oh my gosh, hi! With five exclamation points. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole review. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hi, Henry May. Hi. That's it. That's Henry, it. Thank, he- Henry, Henry May, May or may not be hi when he wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Regardless, we appreciate you leaving the review. It makes a difference. So thank you, Henry May. Thank you. Remember that you can, in addition to leaving us reviews like Henry May's, reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram at at dndlastrefuge. That's at d, the letter N, d, last refuge. We'd love to have you follow us and let us know what you think of the show. Of course, you can also email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. As we announced just two weeks ago on our anniversary live stream, we also have a Patreon page now. Patreon is an awesome way for fans of artists and creators to become part of an inner circle of patrons and get access to character sheets, bonus content, and more cool stuff for as little as $1 a month. You can check out all of the cool benefits and perks that our patrons get by going to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Right now we want to thank some of our awesome patrons that have joined us in the last couple of weeks. Thank you so much to our Shimmer Scale tribe leaders, Los Vargases, Ellie, and Sabria Alston, and to our Shimmer Scale council members, Nat Rose, Tony A. Ellis, and The Geekery. If you want to get shoutouts on the show, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron. We also, of course, still have our website with character and player bios, fan art, a link to our Patreon, and a calendar of what conventions the Last Refuge team is going to be at. I will be attending Gen Con in Indianapolis in one week. So if any of you are going to be there, be sure to let me know so I can say hello and maybe drop you some TLR swag. Our web address is www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupp, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me, I have... Pizdira, Kid! And Flick. Happy gaming, y'all. I for sure didn't even think about coming up with a normal human name. I was having so much trouble just trying to come up with a weird, like, fantasy name.